All right. Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz, and today we have an interesting guest. This is a guy I've gotten to know over the last, I don't know, I'd say six months or a year. I was on his show yesterday. Specializes in infinite banking. His name is Sari Ibrahim, and he is the CEO of Financial Asset Protection. Sari, how you doing? Hey, Dan. Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. So, first of all, before we get started on any of this content, I wanted you to tell our viewers, who is Sari Ibrahim? Yeah, yeah, and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, so, like you said, I run a company called Financial Asset Protection. We're a financial services firm. We're located in Chicago, Illinois, and we help clients in all 50 states. Actually, a lot of our clients are mostly real estate investors, uh, so it's kind of the niche we, we have within financial services, and the primary concept we work with is the infinite banking concept. So I'm more than happy to talk about what infinite banking is and how it actually helps business owners and real estate investors. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. I know yesterday on our on your podcast, we talked a little bit about it. I mentioned that my wife is in the financial services field as well. She's actually here with me in the studio. Oh. So I'd love for you to explain to myself, to her, to everybody who's watching, what exactly is infinite banking? Yeah, definitely. So infinite banking in very basic terms, it is the use of cash value whole life insurance for you to become your own source of financing and for you to leverage the policy for anything you want. So for those who don't know, typically a whole life insurance has two components. It has the life insurance component. It also has the cash value. So infinite banking is focused on the cash value part and then using that to accelerate your investments in other areas. So it's not meant to replace investments, but rather it's meant to be used alongside and to actually accelerate real estate investments, business, or other things that you want to use in finance. Okay, great. So walk us through this. So somebody has a policy, right? And Mm -hmm. they now are going to take a loan against the policy. Is that what I'm understanding? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So typically... Go ahead. As you're funding the policy, as you're putting in premium dollars, two things are actually happening. One is you're building up this like savings account within the policy. And then the second part is it's paying for the life insurance. You still, even though you're gonna, we're gonna do this mostly for the cash value, you still need the life insurance part because there's a lot of tax advantages with that. So uh, like you said, you're putting in money into the policy, it's growing, and then you have savings that you can leverage. Typically you can borrow up to 90% of the cash value part of the policy. Okay, so I've walked me through it a little bit more detailed. How many years yeah. have I been paying in a premium? What, what's my premium? And, and how much money am I pulling out? What does that look like? Just to give our viewers a better picture of how they might use this infinite banking system. Yeah, Dan, that's a good question. It all it really depends. So, for example, like one client put in um, $400,000 into a policy. It doesn't have to be $400,000, but I'm just giving you an example. So, he put in $400,000, and then day one, his cash value was $375,000, and his life insurance was like $580,000. So, Right away, he was able to borrow up to 90% of $375,000, and then it keeps growing at that point afterwards, even without any more premium dollars going into the policy. Now, other people might do like $300 a month for like 30 years. You know, it's, it's, everybody's situation is going to be different, but I guess to, to answer it in very basic ways, that there is going to be a capitalization period, meaning that it's not like you could put a dollar into the policy and then turn around and borrow like five dollars. You know, it's going to be the opposite of that, meaning that you're going to fund the policy first and then be able to borrow. But it's a long term play, meaning that it's going to be long term. It's going to grow and compound even when you are using the money. So I just want to make that clear. So it's not like something where you could just borrow more than you actually have in the policy in the beginning. Sure. And now during that period where you know, I put in the four hundred, you mentioned I could get ninety percent of the three seventy five. Is mm-hmm. that capital 
having the same effect on my insurance policy, whether or not I'm borrowing from the, the actual principal that I've put in? Exactly. So the policy continues to grow, whether you have an outstanding loan or not. And this okay. policy that we structure for the client requires, it doesn't require any more premiums at that. It's, it's like buying a house cash. You just sure. bought it in cash. Doesn't require any more premiums after that. And you still get to take advantage of the ha the house, just like here. You still get to take advantage of the insurance policies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. So why wouldn't somebody do this? I mean, it seems like a no brainer. If I put four hundred thousand into an account, why would I not borrow ninety percent of three seventy five if it's going to have no impact on my policy? Yeah, exactly. So a couple of things. So one thing that people don't like, and and most people are not in a situation right to put in four hundred thousand dollars into a life insurance policy. Most people are going to be in the situation where they're going to have to fund it for a few years. So like. When I do a policy like illustration for someone and we do like $10,000 a year, uh, their cash value year one might be like 6,000. So right away, people are gonna get caught up on year one. Like I put 10,000 in, but my cash value is 6,000. I can only borrow 90% of 6,000. This isn't a good investment. And a couple of things with that is number one, it's not an investment. It's more of a savings vehicle or, or savings tool. And then number two, it's a long-term play. So eventually the cash value in the policy is gonna outpace what you're paying into it. And it's gonna, it's gonna grow. So. Um, and there's a lot of tax advantages with that. I can get into more on the tax advantages if you'd like. Yeah, I'd love to hear about the tax advantages as well as how interest plays a role in the loan repayment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the the interest, when you, when you borrow against a policy, you are borrowing from the life insurance company, leveraging your policy as collateral. And that's how you're able to keep it growing even when you have an outstanding loan. Now, when you pay back the loan interest, just to be clear, that goes to the insurance company. So you're, it's almost like a personal loan between you and the insurance company. You pay the oh. interest to them. Mm -hmm. The interest and is, are the rates set rates, or do you get to negotiate them? How does that work? They're set by the insurance company as of as of now. This environment right now, they're they're five percent simple interest, but APR uh, broken down over years, like let's just say four years, it's probably going to be around two percent APR, and then while you are paying back that interest to the insurance company, your policy is continuing, as mentioned already, it's continuing to grow and, and compound. So eventually what's going to happen is, and typically the policies grow very conservatively, nothing too crazy. They grow at like three to five, that they, you're earning three to 5%. So what happens over time is that the, you have an arbitrage, meaning that your policy growth is going to outpace what you are paying into the policy. So you let, let's say, for example, you borrow against the policy used for real estate, you end up making money with the real estate investment and within the policy. So you have like two sources of growth with the same capital. This is kind sure. of one of the reasons why it's called infinite banking. Gotcha. And you mentioned there that the interest rate would be about 5% as a, si a simple interest rate, but that your APR mm -hmm. was around 2 or 3%. Can you walk our viewers through that? How do we have two different rates here that we're talking about? Yeah. So one of them is simple interest and the other one's compound. So typically compound interest is where you have interest that compounds on interest. And then simple interest is like, Simple interest is if you if you borrowed one hundred thousand dollars for the whole year at a five percent simple interest at the end of the year the total interest would be five percent whereas compound it might compound monthly or annually but you have to check the terms of the the loan but that's kind of the differences between compound interest and simple interest is that one of them compounds on itself the other one doesn't uh, simple interest doesn't so you want to buy money at simple interest that's a good deal to buy at simple interest and to earn at compound this is how you're able sure. to come out ahead there you go then we can use uh, Einstein's most powerful force right of uh... Yeah. compounded interest, which is, is pretty incredible how that works. Can you walk mm -hmm. us through maybe Absolutely. a scenario that one of your clients yeah. uh, has had like a success story perhaps of using the infinite banking system to reinvest in real estate? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually working on a deal right now with the client 
he uh, he's going to be a private. He already owns real estate, but he's going to get into private money lending. So he's going to loan out money to another real estate investor. And we had two options. So like he's thinking about starting off with twenty five thousand dollars to loan out. One option is he could just take that cash out of his checking account, loan it out. And then we're projecting uh, where they're actually agreeing on doing 10 percent over 10 years. So that comes out to about two hundred and eight dollars a month in monthly income. He could take that monthly income, put it back into his checking account, just a cash route. Or the alternative would be using infinite banking. Now, to use infinite banking, we would use a policy. We would put in thirty thousand right away into the policy, and then right after that, turn around and borrow twenty five thousand dollars out of the policy, and then he would get back uh, about two hundred dollars a month. And then instead of taking that money out and putting it somewhere else, he's gonna he's gonna put that back into the policy to buy more cash value in the policy. Okay. Uh, we're projecting over ten years. What's gonna happen is over ten years, his cash value would grow to seventy thousand dollars in his policy. And then the total loan that he would have to pay back to the insurance company with interest is $32,000 with interest to the insurance company. And let's just say, for example, at 10 years later, he says, you know what? I want to cancel the policy. So he gets $70,000 minus the principal interest he owes the insurance company. That's $32,000 he owes them. He's going to have his remaining balance plus the, the remaining uh, difference he's going to get from the real estate investor. The rest of the money he's going to get back from the real estate investor. So it's going to come out to a total of $62,000 that he's going to have at the end of the 10-year period. Now, if we compare those two, so scenario one with cash, he would have $25,000 now. 10 years later, he would have $50,000, so a total of $25,000 profit. Scenario two, he has $30,000 today. 10 years later, he has $62,000. So in scenario one, he has a $25,000 profit. In scenario two, he has a $32,000 profit. And it's because of the interest and dividends he was earning in the life insurance policy through that 10-year period. In other words, it accelerated the returns. Now I know that earning an extra, you know, twelve thousand over ten years isn't that crazy. But if we're going to do this in volume over and over again in different deals, it's going to make a big difference. Sure. So that sounds like a good example of somebody borrowing from their insurance policy and then reinvesting in the policy. Do you have another yeah. scenario of somebody borrowing from their insurance policy and then using that capital to reinvest in, let's say, their business or reinvest in a house or a, a building or some type of commercial real estate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So also another thing, too, that some people do is they do syndication where they'll, for right. example, borrow from the policy and then invest into a deal. And then the monthly distributions they get, they either pay that loan back or they buy more life insurance with that amount, with that with their monthly distributions. Uh, a lot of uh, clients also do. They just have like businesses, you know, they're they're against the policy. They're using it to getting higher employees things like that. I guess uh, to calculate it, it'd be a little bit difficult to just give like a scenario of like the actual calculations. But you, if we're going to think about it, we're going to replace, instead of going to banks for financing, we're going to go to our policies. And there's a reason for that. Like some, a lot of people are like, when they think of infinite banking, that like one question that come to mind is, come to their minds is, why do I borrow my, why do I borrow my own money? And the reason why you would do that is because you are continuously earning interest on your money. So there's going to be an arbitrage there. Also, even more important, Dan, is that you're in control of the policy. So when I go and take out a policy loan from these insurance companies, it's only a one-page document. It's what's your policy number and then how much money do you want? And do you want it as a mail check to you or do you want to directly deposit into your bank account? That's it. So in other words, there's no qualification for the loan. As long as you have cash value and you have the collateral there, that's all the insurance company looks for. So if you think about like 2008, 2009, where a lot of real estate investors were struggling with financing, they could just bypass banks, go to their insurance policies, assuming they have enough cash value, and then borrow as many times as they can. So this comes in handy for a lot of business owners. One problem with lines of credit is that there are a lot of restrictions. You know, they can cut them off anytime. You're pretty much at the, the banks uh, using the bank's money. 
And now I'm not against using banks' money. I'm I'm an advocate of it. I think it's a really smart way as well. But I think it's smart to also have just an extra pocket where you can just tap into if needed without any restrictions on credit or um, any any types of restrictions at all. Sure. Awesome. Well, hey, that's really valuable information. Appreciate you sharing that with our viewers. Do me a favor. Let us know how we can reach you if people want to find out more about infinite banking. Yeah, absolutely. I just wrote an ebook. It's about 40 pages long. It's a oh, nice. free PDF. So you can download the PDF for free uh, just, by, just by going to thinkinglikeabank.com. That's all, thinkinglikeabank.com. You could download the free ebook there, and that'll give you a ton of free content. There you go. Well, hey, Sarah Abraham, the CEO of Financial Asset Protection, thinkinglikeabank.com, right? Yes, thinkinglikeabank.com. Awesome. Well, go check it out. Hit him up. See if he can add more value to you. And do us a favor. Leave some comments. Send the episode over to some friends. Take a look at some of other great content here on our website at danontop.com. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz. We've had a really great time with you, Sari. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Excellent. We'll look forward to seeing you guys soon.